Evening all, welcome to the latest episode of the Endless Celts podcast. I don't know what episode we're on now. Steve has not put it up. So <laughs> yes, uh, but we're, ah, we're, 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 we're racking them up. Unfortunately, you're stuck with me for host tonight, but um, I'm glad to be joined as usual by Ross. How are we doing, mate? I'm very good, William. Uh, but yeah. Uh... Funny start to the week. We Jessica uh, fell at the school yesterday and broke her wrist, so the wee visit to the hospital. But apart from that, back at work today, and I've not been on this for over a week now, so I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to talking some Celtic. Is that your nursing duties? Are you having to run back and forth? And... Well, Jessica is unlike her dad. She's a very independent girl. She'll know what you're doing for her. Whereas I'll just like wait on me hand and foot, guys. <laughs> Franny, glad to be joined by Franny as well. How are we doing, mate? All right? I'm not bad. I had half had a wee bit of less stressful time than Ross. I had a wee nice drive up and down to Ross and Mouth today for work, so oh, that's a bit more relaxed than what Ross has got. Very nice. It's, it's, it's the first time I've actually been to the place. I'm glad I I thought it was down next to the borders. How wrong was that? <laughs> I think Where is it? Earth, isn't it? It's up, way up by Nairn and that's the way. It's oh, totally right. oh, right. oh, from where I thought it was anyway. I think that's where the RAF now is. They were at Luca before, mate. They're up there now. Ah, cracking. That's what I was thinking of their lookers. That's a way further up than that. Right, let's get stuck into the game at the weekend. It was a bit of a weird atmosphere because it was was as if it was already party time, as if this was the the title clinching game. Um, So (laughs) it's a bit strange because the team across the city were playing on a Sunday and we didn't know if we're clinching it or not. Obviously, we've got Wednesday night to look ahead, which we'll talk about later on. Um, a wee summary, Ross? How do you think in our dominant performance? Um, aye. It, I mean, over the piece, it was the first five minutes was a bit harem scarum, a bit similar to Ibrox in that sense uh, with the start. Uh, but again, we, we just started to get a foothold in the game, started to play our football and just took control. And it's like Ange always says, if we play our football the way we can, it, we, we take we take a bit of storm and it prevailed again on Saturday and we've pretty much, I mean, it's done. I've been saying like Fran, it's been done for weeks now since Ibrox, but it's still no mathematically done, <laughs> but it is as is, is done as it can be without being <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's like you're touching it there and I think it's a great point Anne says if we just play our football we're going to we'll, we'll, we'll be we'll be alright and like it was an early goal we conceded Franny but did you ever get the feeling is that the point where you thought oh no this is going to be prolonged another week or did you just think no we're, we're alright we'll just keep doing what we're doing and we'll, we'll, we'll end up smashing them I think a wee bit of me was thinking, I was like, oh no, it's going to drag on a week but I think a lot of that's down to the nerves and anxiety because we know how close it is even like what Ross touched on, I have been Ross have been saying for a wee, for a few weeks now that we think it's done, but even then at the weekend I'm like, oh no, but it was just once we kind of grew into the game, like Ross said, it was a wee tricky start in that, and similar to Ibrox, and then it was fun enough. It was like man McGregor again who just got a great tackle and started to move off. It got us the first goal, and for there on, I, we never really looked back in the game. Well, so it was uh, the start where I was, I was right. getting a wee bit nervous, but it's. I think it's more down to how close we are to achieving <clears throat> the league title and going down a goal so early. It was just one of them. But like as I've said, and like Anne says, when we start playing our football, it's we take some beating. Definitely. Um, I was. I don't know. I, I don't know if it turned the sting at, at all because th- the fans were still, were still chanting away, and like obviously it was, it was, it was like party central 
all day. Just touching on the first goal, I'll just come back to you, Flanny. Uh, Sam scored three minutes in. Chinese fans are crowded, didn't they? A very good job. But just coming to the goal. It's maybe, I think it was a wee bit of unlucky. I mean, it's a great strike. It's I think he's just on side, probably is on side. It's, it's touch and go if he was on side and he just controls it well and swivels round. And then, as I say, it's a great strike. Joe Hart's no chance. And it probably was benefits benefited us with being such an early goal and stuff and uh, so it gave us plenty of time to get back and like you said it never really silenced the crowd and I think the crowd have been great all season I've, I can't remember really one game maybe the game against Rangers it was, I wouldn't say they got on the players back but it was you could sense a sort of nervous tension within the crowd a wee bit of anxiety and stuff but I think in the in the main the, the crowd have stuck by the team and just totally supported the team and again Saturday was another instance that like you say go down Losing a goal so early, and the, the crowd just got straight on, straight behind the team, and just say, like, "Come on, let's reset. We go again and stuff." So, uh, it was. Agreed. I think the the crowd have been absolutely superb this season. Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, what were you, Ross? Me, I was. I, I didn't. I, I don't want to criticise because I was looking back at it, and actually, I think Ralston gets out to the cross, and it kind of deflects off him, and then it's kind of a bit of some ass, and it just falls nicely for Sims, and it was a good finish. To be fair, do you think they could have done more? Or do you think it's just? One of these things, and it's just a matter of. Uh, well, it's that kind of cliche. You, you lose a goal, you can always do more to stop it. But I mean, the ball comes in. I think that the 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 touch that Boyce gets on it, kind of. I think it's is it maybe Starfelt. I think it sort of fills him a wee bit, and then <clears throat> Starfelt sort of trying to come out. Sims is going in. And it just yeah, sort of lands at his feet. And he, he, he takes it well. There's absolutely nothing Hart can do. It's just one of the ones. Uh, but early in the game, we hadn't really got started. And I think that the goal was the, the sort of we kick up the arse again that, that, that we needed. Uh, and but we didn't look, sort of didn't look back after that. Agreed. I think See, it was, I, sorry. That's all right. On you go. I was just going to say that I was going to touch on what Franny had said earlier. As regards um, McGregor, I think he he, he done uh, sort of what he done at Ibrox he, in a different way. He, he took it with the scruff of the neck kind of thing. He wins the ball back for the, the first goal. And you, you could argue argue it's maybe a foul, but there's a lot of football to be played be, between him winning the ball and putting the ball in the net. And it's up to the referee to make the decision he doesn't feel it's a foul and it was just a, another captain's moment in a season of captain's moments for Carl McGregor <laughs> Absolutely and we we always talk on here about how we think number eight's his best position but he doesn't do things like that in the number eight role number six he's we've, we've all I think I don't know who talks about it in the podcast but they always talk about him being our quarterback and he's the one that breaks up the play but not only does he break up the play he's not just passing it off to somebody to then set up the next attack, he's the one, he's the driving force behind that, so that was another another example of it, uh, and he was superb. See, another thing, we're talking about that goal going in, and and I don't know if you heard the start, they said the start on uh, it was, it was Sky Sports when I was watching the game, and they said that that's only the sixth goal we've conceded at home all season. Madness, eh? Wow. And, and, and the, and the league, in obviously. In the league, guys. Uh, that's some and stuff, this, man. This is a team that can't um, defend. Can't defend set pieces and Starfelt's rotten. Yeah. I just thought that start, I was looking at it and I thought that's incredible. So, 
Um, I don't know if he's clocked your man Gregory as well. Uh, after the goal, he's asked the team, come on, get up the pot, let's go again. He was, he was already getting the game going again. Aye, because we've noticed it. Was this is only one each. Panic. Aye, it was no panic. It was no panic. <clears throat> was. Aye. I thought he was superb again. I mean, you could go through the whole team. I thought everybody was Aye. great. I thought we dominated possession as usual. And, and if anything, I think I'm going to go into the first goal and I think um, this takes me on to the point uh, perfectly. I, I thought actually Hearts... Uh, they made it slightly easier because I thought they played quite a high line. And mm. as soon as one of our wingers was in, not only um, was was the wingers in, <laughs> this is an, it's an extra small Alistair. He's very partially <laughs> remarkable as Alistair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that said it looks awful when you at first, so it's kind of actually, when, once I read it all through, I was actually a bit happier. Um, <laughs> I, I felt like when one of our wingers got in behind, a striker was always two or three yards ahead of their back line as well, but because the winger was in front of a striker. So I thought they actually played in their hands a wee bit, and, and it's, I think that showed in the first goal. Jota did unbelievable mm-hmm. uh, to skip by the boy, and, and, and the ball in the back post is great, and Maeda's run is great. Um, I thought the front three were excellent. Do you think that's a, a, a partnership hopefully going into next season, Franny? Um, that could be a front three uh, permanently. I thought they worked excellent, and Jota switching to the right and my year being on the left, I, I just think it's been fantastic the past few weeks. What do you, what do you think yourself? Uh, I totally agree because like, my, I think my head just is nailed that that position on the left left of the front three. It's it, it's his really. I just I don't. I think he lost a bit when maybe Jota's out there and stuff. Well, it's it's hard because Jota's Jota's brilliant out there as well. But I just think my head is, it just seems to. He knows how to play that uh, that position and do the press and stuff with there. And I, it's a frightening front three as well. And obviously, if that's a front three going forward next season, it means we've managed to secure the permanent signing of which is always another positive in that sense. But I also think you need to try and find a place for Jackamakis in that team as well. It's as just his goal again. It's it's one of the ones I think stick to him taking one touch in that because. These two touches, that's when he gets injured and we can't be having that again. So <laughs> it's just the nature of his goals as well, like on an old touch on it and stuff, but I don't it's it's not a bad front free uh Yota Kyle going my that's it's a good, good conversation to be <laughs> to be having while I What do you think, Ross? Especially with the, the, the goal, how they how they work together and interchange and the and the runs off the ball, I think it's it's just a match made in heaven, isn't it? It's it's tremendous to watch it. The whole team are tremendous to watch. They have been for blinking the, the Livingston uh, defeat. They've just they've just kicked on for there. That front three. Um, I think that <clears throat> excuse me. I think that uh, Maeda is as much a stick on on the left of the front three. What's that for me? GG is my first choice. choice. By the way, I was going to come on to that if uh, it was brought up for me. I said it to myself the other day because of Nepal's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I says right now I would probably. I, I don't want to say it because it's Kyogo's so good. Kyogo gets his goal. You'll change your mind tomorrow again. I know, uh, but going back to I think Maeda is as much a stick on for the left hand side as what Joe Hart is for goals. That's how good he is out there, uh, and I think Jota works perfectly in the right and the way they swap over throughout the game you, you don't even notice it the next minute can you don't notice it happening the next minute they've swapped sides uh, but 
that uh, we go back to it, that they're they're stick ons for either side at the moment. And Abada is tremendous. I mean, God, I can't mind these these uh, numbers, but they're ridiculous for a guy his age, and he can't get into the team. It's it's uh, we're we're absolutely wasted up there, and then you're the talking numbers, about the numbers for him are even more ridiculous considering the fact that he's no he's not even he's not been playing. I, that much I know, since, I know, he's, since, I, exactly. Since the came back in. This is Madness. this is the the thing I, I I think it bodes well as well. I mean, obviously we're going to touch on maybe transfers and stuff a bit later on, but like out with that, you look at this season and we've had probably Giacomakis for half a season. We've had Kyogo for half a season. We've had Maeda for half a season. We lost Jota for a chunk of the season. But Kyogo has got something like 18 goals in half a season. Giacomakis has got 15 goals in half a season. (laughs) Maeda's got like nine goals for essentially the left at half a season. See if we get the guys for full seasons. You're talking about Giacomakis and Kyogo could get the best part of 50 goals between them next year. Mm-hmm. It's so and exciting. Just, and that's just your, your two first your two strikers. The, the goals are spread. That's a good point as well. I think that's like, Jed has, Jed's Aye. mentioned that obviously Gigi and, and Kyogo and we could sit here for the next two weeks and argue and I would change my mind Aye. every every oh, couple no. of hours. It's, it's, but it's what a wonderful position to be in considering just a few short months ago, before Christmas, we were our front three was like Montgomery, Abada, and Juranovic. Yeah. <laughs> they were sitting with a talent. It's it's incredible the turnaround. Um, but it sort of goes. Sorry, well, I was just going to say, know, so, yeah. like that choice with that front two. It's we're we're heading towards that with most positions now, where uh, we've got two quality options for each mm. position. Because I think the. The days of, well, certainly under Ange, I think the days of squad players at Celtic are, they're sort of long gone. He doesn't want squad players. He wants yeah. guys that can rotate and mm. come in and play. And it, it doesn't take away from the team. And I think we're, we're starting to move towards that. It's still early in the process, but you can see it happening. Definitely. That's what we, we touched <laughs> upon before. I think that's where we kind of uh, lacked... In this in the season going for the ten, where it was every, they were pretty much the first eleven was like they were all stick ons. They knew they were turning up every week and they were going to play. Whereas now everybody's fighting for their position. Doesn't matter where you are, there's somebody right up their backside wanting to take that shirt off you. And I, I think yep. that's shown this season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joe made a Joe actually came up. I think he made a great point earlier as well about um, Jota and his shooting and he's and he's a bit of work. But I, I, for me, Franny, I don't know about you. I think that's why I think I like him on, on the right a bit more because he's not cutting in as much and, and taking the shot. Because we've seen that a bit when he had his, his little sticky patch, which I didn't think it was a sticky patch, but there was a few times he's coming in and blazing it in the row's head. So I think for me, that's why a reason I like him on the right. I don't know about you, but um, I, I think that that kind of solves that, that conundrum of him coming in and trying to pop shot every time. It, it does, yeah. And then you see he's obviously he's getting in at the back post and getting chances and obviously scored. In the the derby game, so I think it, it, it does solve that problem because it was almost Ryan Chris. Yes, it was just it was here, there, and everywhere apart from on target and stuff. But his crossing, ah, like just his crossing is absolutely ridiculous. I think just the way he can get a like the whip and dip on it and that it's it's absolutely brilliant. And he's just he's a joy to watch. Like that first goal as well. Just 
the intelligence to use Kyle, new Kyogo was offside. Like we all know, Jot has got the the tricks and flicks, but it was just a simple old school. Just hit the ball straight by them, and I'll they're going to hang complain it to Kyogo. Right. Obviously needs intelligence. He obviously needs Kyogo's <laughs> att- intelligent enough not to run for the ball to put to make offside. And he just he just plays it in. So he's 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 clearly an intelligent player and stuff. But I I think I think having him out in the right solves out that problem. But again, we're not going to complain when he's playing out in the left. Just if he works on his shooting, we'll, we'll, we can, he can play in the left a wee bit more often. Well, I'm going to touch a wee bit on Jota later on because I want to, yeah. I want to touch a bit. Again, Jota, magnificent. Showing the other side of him for um, Kyogo's goal. It wasn't tricks and flicks and it was a bit of tenacity at the back post and putting his head in where he, it might hurt and, uh, and and winning the header at the back post. And There was a bit of, did the ball go in or no? But Kyogo, movement again, right place, right time, Ross? Aye, just... Just made made a nuisance himself right in that like six yard box where you want him to be. I I can't even who played the cross into the back post. Was it Maeda? I think it was Gregory. Gregory. Was it Gregory? I think so. He's played it out of the back post and Jota's won it at the back post. Aye. Aye. And by the way, (laughs) I I love Craig Gordon. I, I loved him at Celtic, but. He just moans every single time we put the ball <laughs> in his net, doesn't he? There's always something, man. I know he, I get he probably doesn't like losing goals, but I don't think he likes losing goals at Parkhead because he's got that sort of history ways now. He wants to do well, but it's really difficult to do well in a Hearts team when you're playing against this Celtic team. Uh, and by the way, but, I think he did do well. It could have been... Uh, oh, he did, I. Eh? So uh, I don't think he can complain much about his own performance, but uh, I just we'll go on to the third goal and, and this player in particular because I think he's a special, special talent and I think he's going to be an absolute baller. I think he'll probably go into a top, top club in my opinion. And and this is the other position in the park. We talked about Gigi and Kyogo. I think that, that your first 11 is pretty much nailed on apart from two positions and that's Kyogo, Gigi and O'Reilly Rogic. Mm-hmm. I think every week you're like, who's going to play in there? Um, Franny, he was superb and he more than deserved his goal, didn't he, in the end? Uh, I think he had a wee chance just before that, eh? and he nearly scored as well. Aye, it was really good. <clears throat> Aye, he's just he's a special, special player. Like one and a half million, we've got this guy from K Dons and stuff. It's what he's done is so natural. Like he's similar to Rogic in the way he plays, which is good. So obviously, if Rogic can play a lot, the style's not changing too much. And like Ross was touched on, it's two players for each position that are pretty much can do the same job. I think O'Reilly's got a little bit more energy and a wee bit more dig than Rogic, but Rogic has maybe got a wee bit more guile going forward and got that wee bit of magic that he can just grab the game by the scruff of the neck. But uh, I thought O'Reilly, he worked hard in, in Saturday again, just another another really good performance and fully deserving his goal. And, like, we were obviously touching earlier about numbers throughout the team and that's just again it was four goals with four different goal scorers so it's just yep. everybody's contributing in this in this season yeah definitely I think that's a great point with Rogic I think if you're looking for somebody to keep hold of the ball and shield it a bit more in the midfield he's perfect for there but O'Reilly's just I thought he was everywhere on, on Saturday not bad looking up. boy either not as good as Jota with the wet look ah you're 2-1 here that's a great point Kevin 14 mate absolutely to think that to think that he's been playing in League 1 and he's not been picked up before he was 
Oh, but like, I, I know it's not. I'm not comparing it, but like, yeah. like Maradchik type, where he wasn't spotted yeah. for however long. And you're like, how the uh, hell has he not been spotted before now? I think the is mm-hmm. somewhere. I don't know how he's been playing there for however long he's played for. Nobody's uh-huh. uh, picked him up. But I seen that thing on Twitter. It was like, oh, like we got a Yeti and Barcast for running about ten million, and <laughs> yeah, we've managed to get like O'Reilly, Hatati, Kyogo, <laughs> and. I think it was somebody else in that for just under that. And you're like, that's it's just bonkers, mental. Absolutely mental. Just shows you how um, how important recruitment is. Mm. No, I, I just just uh, touching on his goal as well and 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 his performance, Ross. I'd quite like to hear for you for what he's uh, about his performance on on Saturday. But also, you made a point, and I and I, I agreed with you. Whereas um, we talked about, it was I think it was in the derby game where we talked about Rogic and Gigi starting. But then you were like, and bring on O'Reilly and Kyogo because you think Kyogo's runs and O'Reilly could find them better. Do you think it's a coincidence that um, since the Derby games come around, it's always it's been they two that have came in, and it's not been like O'Reilly and Gigi or Rogic and Kyogo? Or do you think that the gaffer has got that like point of view as well? Um, listening, listening. I, 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 I was just going to say, I don't think he does have that point of view, but he's listening to Roscoe, Ken. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Kennedy. <laughs> but uh, no, <laughs> my, I, I agree with, well, obviously, I agree because I can't say that, but um, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I was, it was me that said that, but <laughs> uh, I, I think Matt O'Reilly is. He's such a cultured football player. He's what is he? Twenty one. He plays way beyond, way way beyond his years. I remember, but I don't know if he was like officially unveiled or it was still he was on his way in and it was rumoured. But I watched. I'm sure it was sixty seven. Hail hail. I watched an episode and the boy had had a guy on for. Um, I don't know if he was an MK Dons fan or whatever, but he had him on. Or I don't know if he does like English football of some sort, but the guy was, he was quite clued up. He was really good to listen to. I don't know the guy's name, but everything he said about Matt O'Reilly, yeah, I was watching it and I'm going to myself, I'm quite excited about this, but I mean, young guy coming from MK Dons, but everything he said about him, he's, he's brought know. to the table, has came to fruition. The guy has been bang on and he's an absolutely tremendous football player and we love Tom Rogic we do but right now I think Matt O'Reilly is maybe just getting the nod slightly uh, I just think he's bringing uh, Rogic he's been amazing throughout this, the season I think he's been off the boil slightly uh, I don't know if it's sort of a, a long season is taking its toll on him finally because he's played more minutes than any other season that he's been at Celtic but Matt Riley is he's, he's got everything man he's he can pass like he can play a long pass he can play a, a slide ball through the lines he's got a finish I mean see that chance he hit the post with it's broke no. I, I think he has a dig and it's blocked and then it right. breaks to him and he could just swing at it again but he doesn't he takes a touch to the side and then not only that he, he finds the room for the shot but then has the the, the, the sort of the mind to go back across and the keeper's no chance because he's moving the other way mm. and he's unlucky it hits the post and it would have been another absolutely brilliant finish he's had a few this season and even the one he scores <sighs> I've got to say he's no, he's not got no right to score for there but it, he could lash at that again 
but he doesn't. Yeah. He takes the touch and he just he obviously sees the gap and he just passes it right across the keeper into the far corner and it's he's he's just an absolutely brilliant football player <laughs> and I I I, I, I fancy him. He's the he's the man. Like he's he's uh, he's a tremendous tremendous boy. football player, so and I could watch. I, I I'm sure it was. I don't know if it was on this or another podcast. Uh, I think it's Red Scotland or something. Might be or it, no, or it might be Brown Warrior. I can't even mind. I always get mixed up with it too. But he had said. On a podcast that Matt O'Reilly is what a uh, we fly there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just trying to hang your thoughts on it. Eh? No, <laughs> it was coming right in my face. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm oh, sure I he said something along the lines of awesome. Matt O'Reilly is like the Angeball, what um, like uh, Pirlo was for like UV and AC Milan. Something along the lines, and I thought but, yeah, he, I, that's I actually that, a really I good shout. About McGregor. Well, whatever. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, well, the both of them are because the both of them make us tick. That that right. middle of the park when they're at it, they, they make us tick. And then from middle to front, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous now. And uh, they can all say, well, like they've done well to get to a European final, but we're the best team in the country. And that is that can't be argued as much as they try and downgrade it or whatever. They wanted this league title as much as us. So they can pee off. Been the best <laughs> best team in the country for ten in the last eleven years. So um yeah. I totally agree with everything you said. He's he's been excellent. It's so exciting for next year. I think that we've brought these guys in in a couple of windows that, that to think we're gonna have another window under our, our belt with an already immaculate squad. It's 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 tasty, it's, it's looking good, it's looking good. <laughs> Uh, just going to the fourth goal, big Gio and Whitcomb straight back to Ross again because he's the big uh, Gio one touch fan. Every time he scores, you get a, you get a text, uh-huh. text in the group chat one touch. Another, another unbelievable finish again, wasn't it, for the big man? He's, he's clinical as anything, man. Like that That's why I was sort of leaning towards him more than Kyogo for the, the central of the front three because I just think Kyogo needs a couple of chances. Don't make it wrong. I agree with that. Aye, uh-huh. it, it, the work that he does. I was going to say the work he does, like work right off the ball. But Jacob Marcus brings that to the table as well. Mm-hmm. And I just think he's he's so clinical, man. And he's 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 like he reminds me. I've heard people saying like, oh, who do you prefer, him or Samaras? Kind of thing. Totally different players. Jacob oh, Marcus yeah. couldn't have done what Samaras done at Ibrox pick it up, run down the line, cut inside. That's not his game. He reminds me more uh, like a, a Van, Ho- Van Hoydonk sort of type. Uh, I think I think he's an unbelievable number nine and he's ruthless, absolutely ruthless when he gets a chance. And that that chance, that, that like, I've got to pay sort of homage to um, James Forrest as well. He gets stick, but he's came on and he's got another assist. He could have lashed it across, but he, he picks out, he sees uh, Jacob Marcus and he cuts it back and bang, just about takes the, the metal <laughs> bit of the boat with the net off. That, just get in the net, that's going in. Super, You're not right. saving that. Aye, he's it's, clinical. What a striker he is. I love him. It's interesting because it's, it's 
because for what we've seen, it's like he's, he's like a reactive player. It's just all reaction. I, I wonder. We've not actually ever seen him. I don't think we've ever seen him go like one on one with the keeper and where he's got time. Or it's all just bang <laughs> reaction <laughs> goals, isn't it? I, he doesn't uh, make for, that. Doesn't he play in the shoulder and make that run yeah. for the through ball? No, aye, aye. He, he, so he loves half cutbacks and aye, breaks and that. Well, we've seen that in the. Like we always talk about the YouTube clips and that, but every YouTube clip is the exact same say when he was at uh, Venlo. <laughs> Here he goes. I'm about to go on to Forest, John. Don't you worry. <laughs> thought he, he wasn't well. allowed on the podcast when he was with his woman. <laughs> <laughs> John takes me really well onto my next point, Fran. That's what I was going to touch on as well. And I said it in the group chat. I said, "I Forest has finished my ass." Because I mean, there's been a bit of negative, not not from everybody in the podcast. There's been a lot of positivity about him as well. And uh, there's been a couple that have been quite negative about him and said he's finished. And I've seen a lot of it on social media as well. I thought he came on and he looked up <coughs> for it, looked hungry, looked excellent. He was pacey, he looked good in the left. Um, and for the goal, again, Ross touching it kind of O'Reilly as well. The, the ball comes out to him and, he, and he, he could lash at it and try and get a goal, but he, he, he kind of, I don't know, I can't, did he fake the shot? He kind of put somebody on his ass and then just laid it off for Jacob Marcus. And then mm. again, great finish. What did you think of Forrest's performance? Do you think he was vying for a place in the team? I, th- I think he, I, it's one of the ones he's, I think he's taking his time to get back up to the James Forrest we know and it's not helped the perfor- like the performances there are bad and now Jot out there, it hasn't helped him one bit because it's, it's one of the ones you're not looking for, an, you're not essentially looking for an option the right hand side to maybe try and make things work. It's what you're putting out there is working so it's obviously when being out for so long, it's hard for him to get back in. And like we talked touched on it after the Livingston game and stuff, it, it showed it showed that he still got it. It showed he's still star player. He's he's got bags and bags of experience. Bags of experience that you just you can't buy at this stage of the season and stuff. And uh, I think after the cup semi final he was again written off after one video clip. I mean it was a clip of him running back. Basil probably outrun many a folk. And I think a right. few folk have got the narrative that James Forrest has finished, so that's already in the back of your head and you see that video, it's it's just helping you sort of validate that that idea. But I think he's he was sort of again wrong with <coughs> it and off on the back of a, a five second video for you for the cup semi final. And I could have like you said he, he could have been a bit selfish on, on Saturday, but instead he, he looks up, sees Jack and Marcus and he's just like Ross said, clinical, it's one touch finish. It's the definition of clinical, really, or the or the one touch finishes and stuff. But I think as well with Jack and Max, it shows he's a good character because he came in after Chris, well, just before Christmas when we needed him, was banging goals in, was the main man. Then Kyogos came back and taking his place. I know obviously Jack and Max has got a slight wee injury and it's, it's helped Kyle get back in. But then he's shown that he's not taking it to, to heart, so to speak, that he's. He's came in, he knows his role within the team. He's came back in and he's performed. And like, I love Big Jack and Marcus. He's, he's a proper character. Just with that, like, how true is that statement back in February when he's just said how he thinks we're the oh, best team brilliant. and all that? We're about to win the league and stuff. And it's, <laughs> he's just backing everything. He backs everything up. And even if he wasn't, when you see the size of him and how good he looks with his shirt off and that, you just, you just wouldn't argue <laughs> with the guy, would you? I mean, he knows he's exactly up. what he's doing when he's coming on as a sub. He takes. Every second they can't get that top on. This is getting Every a bit. Second. First it was O'Reilly, and now we're talking about the big man. I know. Cherry so. hot cook. <laughs> 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 In a nutshell, 
Forest is not done. No, good enough. Guys, we appreciate all the all the comments coming through. Um, Donny Boy, I totally agree. He's like Forrest, and I don't think he'll get back in the first eleven, but he's the experience first of all in the in the in the dressing room. But I think he's still got a lot to give the team as well. A squad player, definitely. I think he's, I think he's shown it. I think when he came in against Livy recently, he looked excellent, and I thought he looked great when he came on at, at the weekend. I just think. Like I talked about Giacomacca's being an active player. I think Forrest's the same. And I think when he's got too much time to think or whatever he's doing and he's trying too hard, it just 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 don't think, just do it. Just and and I think that's when he, he's at his best. And hopefully we get to see a bit more of that. Um I think it was Kevin 14 talked about uh, Turnbull coming in as well. I wanted to talk a wee bit about uh, Turnbull because obviously he's came back in. Uh, I think he got a, an, an hour and and I thought he did decent. Ross, what do you think his performance? I know he's he's coming back off a long long injury and it's it's difficult to um to show what you've what you've got when you're coming back and you've not got the the match fitness. But first of all, how do you think he did? And second of all, he played in that number eight role, which is Hatati's at the moment. Do, do you think he can fill that role, or do you think he's more a number ten? Um, first of all, on his performance, I think he, he never put a foot wrong. Uh, he, he grew into the game. It was a couple of maybe sh- straight passes in that early on, but I thought he grew into the game and he he, he looked fine. He, he done fine. No, nothing more than that. But Turnbull is a quality player and he more or less carried us through the first... Well, not carried us, but he was one of the, the first picks in the team and he helped us along the way when... We were struggling with bodies. He, he played almost every game and it caught up with him uh, halfway through the season. But I thought I think he's been excellent for Celtic for he came in. And under Ange, he's been really good. He gets you goals. Uh, he can he can hit for distance and score for distance. That goal he scored at Fair Park earlier in the season was an unbelievable strike. And he's got that in his locker. Uh, I just I think he's... As regards, I, I think he's probably... Maybe, in my opinion, he's probably better in the number ten role. But he's played there against the third best team in Scotland, eh, and like pretty much strolled it, eh, like eye. like most most of the the players did. Eh, I think he can play the number eight role. I think Hatate again. It goes back to it. A couple of players for each position. Would you play Turnbull in that role? In a Champions League game before Hatati, probably not. But domestically, if you're playing Hatati on the Tuesday night, absolutely pulverising Liverpool at Parkhead, and then you can play <laughs> Turnbull on the, the Sunday. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the dream. But I Turnbull, like James Forrest, for me, has got a place in this squad, a place in this team uh, next season, uh, and it's it's good to have good Scottish players. And in a, in amongst it as well as your foreign uh, exceptional talents that we possess. I very well put Ross. I think you, I think you've got it bang on. But I, I I want to come to you, Fanny, about Turnbull as well because I was a bit sceptical about him being a number eight. The reason being, I'm not so sure he's got the engine for it, um, and I don't think he's as like for me. Hatati is <coughs> like he is a he's a hardy wee bastard. He gets stuck um. in and he's in a tackle and he. Can, and I don't think Tumbo's got that about him. But I think Ross is bang on. I think Champions League, you're going to get a bye. But um, in the league, I think you would 
most definitely play on there. And I think he's similar to Hitati, he gets in these positions and he can get a pot shot or goal and he's he's good at striking for range. Um I think he could I think he I definitely think he could play in there on a number eight, especially under Ange. And Ange's Ange will take him under his wing and tell him how he's he's gonna come in. And we all know the um the the talent that Turnbull possesses, like Ross said, the tail end of last season, he he did for me carried us the, the last third of last year. He was he was exceptional. What do you think? And I'm coming back. It's only it's it's, it's only it's going over what, what what wonders for us in our squad. But um, what do you think about him in the number eight? And and also, it's, aye, it's just great coming back in the squad, isn't it? Ah, uh, it's great coming back and like, like he's, it, I think he had a decent enough sixty minutes in Saturday. And I think he could work in the number eight, but I'm. I'm I'm with you as well, Will. He's not really got the... I wouldn't say he's, he's, he's definitely probably got the energy, but he's not got the the pace maybe to, to cover the, the sort of the yards like Katati can do and cover so much of the, his area and things. And he's maybe not got the same dig, but where I think he's maybe got it up in Hitati, I think he's... I don't know if his shooting's any better because Hitati's had a couple of worldies as well. But uh, I think his passing and distribution's a lot better than Hitati's but Hattati, again, Hatati isn't scared to try and play a difficult pass, but I think more often than not, Tumble's passes are completed passes where Hatati has got a t- tendency to lose the ball. But it's I think, like what you were saying, Hatati's more likely to play in games where you need more energy in the middle of the park, but I think Tumble certainly can work in that number eight. I, I think his best position possibly is a... T- if there is a position between the ten and eight, I think that would be <laughs> his mean. his best position. He's <laughs> just Aye. he's got he has got a bit of creativity, but he is a good. It's maybe just not got the energy to get back and forward all the time. But he's certainly, like we say, he's a he's a great option to have. And I, I, I don't think he's got to go into the ten in the sense that it's Rogic and O'Reilly's there. It's I don't think he's a better option than NATO, but certainly looks like he could work in number eight. Agreed, I. Uh, it's interesting because we've got we're not necessarily like we talk about two players for each position, uh, but you've got yeah. like you've got like six midfielders, but they can all play in certain positions. Like mm-hmm. Kamak can play any of the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think O'Reilly could play that number eight. I wouldn't. I would prefer him in a number ten, but I think he could play yeah. there. That's a good point, Kevin. I think Turnbull is he's great in the half time. Aye. He's, he's great at doing that wee drop of the shoulder and, and coming the other way. Brilliant for us, him coming back. It's a shame it's the season's uh, coming to a close and he's not, but. He starts again. He's got he's like a six top goal scorer in the league or something like that. And he's only played about two months. He's got like <laughs> absolute bonkers. But I that wraps up the first segment for the game against Hearts. But I just want to touch on just quickly, um, Jota back to his best. I know a few people say he had a bit of a sticky patch there, and um, he wasn't looking as good as he was the first few months of the season. But for me, he looks back to uh, what he was, and I think. It just shows more that we, it's more imperative that we need to sign him. Um, but uh, Franny, I'll come back to you. Two, his favourite two cinch man in the matches. Did you see that in Sky Sports? So, like, that's your favourite uh, moment. And he's like, I know he's <laughs> um, another wonderful performance. He's on a good run of form, and uh, again, I know we keep banging on about it, but it's imperative that we sign him. And I know you've touched on him earlier on and, and uh, said what he's gave us, but um, <clears throat> he's been superb recently, hasn't he? I get like. Also, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago and stuff, and I think it's just, I think he did have a wee sticky patch, but I think, again, like I was saying about a bat, like we're talking about a bad at the same time, it's it's young young wingers just kind of try to understand their role and position, really. They've got to go through the sort of a, 
the type of performance. I mean, I think you touched on it earlier in the season when you said like it's not. It, it reminds you similar to how Ronaldo when he first came in at Man United, it was just how he he would maybe try try too hard at times or try the two like try and be too tricky. It's just when Jota simplifies things as well. I think he's he's really good. Obviously, he will do the flicks and tricks and stuff, but when he doesn't want, try and do one too many. He's really good. <laughs> Every week, man. Every week. <laughs> I can't even work at the master. Was, that. Aye, that second one, I was trying to tot it up to see, is that, is that 10? Is that 10? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I certainly in the last sort of uh, two, three weeks, really came back to a really good vein of form. And I think it's like, is it one goal and three assists or something like that? And the ways I just, it seems to be a wee, Glint in his eye, I, don't, I just, I'm, I'm hoping all the, all the stories are kind of reading the room. I'm always, everything's lining us up for a massive disappointment. I think it, he's probably not got to say it. It looks like he's got to sign, but it's, I just, it's one of the, you keep telling yourself after El Yunusi, not to fall in love with a long player and a long come I know, too late. In your eye. Too late. Ah, I said that, I think I put it on my Twitter recently about Jota and Hopefully you've got to sign and somebody said that don't fall in love with a lone player and I was like you're too late mate fell in love. that's a great point Donny boy mate uh, he just need I straight Aye. after his injury every player's got a spell exactly and he's, we forget about young boys coming here in a different country and a new culture I mean, he's, he's absolutely hit the ground running so I, I, I don't think he done much and you can see his affinity for the club and his love for the club so hopefully the rumours are true but Ross just I, I touch on a bit of Jot as well he's See when he picks like a 40 yard pass out there, like it's nothing like Ronald did right. to do. Just whips it and then right. he just gets out of his feet and whips it in the box. It's, it's frightening, isn't it? Uh, he's, he's just a, a technically really gifted football player uh, and he's got the, the tricks and the flicks that you want for a Celtic winger. Um, uh, he's, he's been immense and I agree with Franny. I, the, he, he went through a, a sticky spell and you say sticky spell, he was still contributing to the team. So it was a, a sticky spell by Jotter's, Jotter's standards, but he was he was still doing all right. Uh, and like Donny Boy said, I totally agree. He was coming back for, back for injury, he was getting up to speed. But I think uh, in the last maybe two, three, four weeks, he's really, really stepped up to the plate when it mattered. He's got the goal at Ross County. He's got the goal against Rangers. Uh, did, he didn't score at the weekend there, didn't he? Uh, two assists. Well, I mean, we've just we've just done the goals back. <laughs> 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 two again, he, he, two assists. He, he's really, really stepped up to the plate when it matters to get this team over the line and clinch <laughs> this. What's that? I love Joe. I Stephen love Slush. <laughs> I love Slush. <laughs> See what's interesting for me with Jota as well. What I've loved about the last few weeks. It's not just the getting out wide and the tricks and flicks and, and getting in the box. It's getting in behind the, the full-back and nipping at the back post and getting these goals. The one against Rangers was brilliant. And then uh, at the weekend, you're getting in and and getting the header on for Kyogo's goal. It's, it's not just about the flicks and the tricks. He's, he's getting in these oh, positions. And, he's, and when he is, he's, he's putting the ball on a plate or in the back of the net. His delivery is brilliant. Did you see the one, at, the one at Ross County for Kyogo? Oh, oh the header on off. a plate, like you say, what a ball in! It just oh. takes it to the side, and it's not even a perfect angle for a cross. Nah, but he, he just he just makes it easy for Kyogo, and he, I quite like he that does. when he's out on the left as well, and he's and it's an ink swinger. I think it's ah. just impossible to defend. Uh, it's quality. Please sign him up, Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about signing up, 
And I hate um oh didn't say that, Kevin man. Don't <laughs> no, do that to me. Um no. talking about signing up, we're gonna go to the rumor mill. And as everybody knows, I hate a rumour. I hate <laughs> rumours, I hate it all. Um, but we're going to go into rumour mill. This one isn't really as much a rumour, but um, Maeda has come out this week and said he's signing. It's, I know it was it was an obligation anyway, but, um, <laughs> but he's, he's, he's actually came out and signed in the dotted line. It's somewhere between one and two million, which again, Ross is an absolute steal for us. He's an absolute beast, isn't he? Aye, it's a total, it's a complete snap, and it's another example of eh, eh, Ange having knowledge of a market that not not every manager, not every club has got good knowledge eh, and on these shores in Scotland and Britain, eh, and I, I think we better enjoy it while we can, because if they keep performing the way they are, the next time we go into the, the Japanese market or the Asian market or whatever, I don't think they'll be letting these guys go for quite as cheap. <laughs> um, but enjoy it while we can. And uh, we knew that he was coming in at, like after his loan spell. I think something today with a, a, a permit or something like that when they mm-hmm. quote me on that. But aye, it's £2 million for to get, the, like you say, an absolute beast. You see him stoting about his thighs are like nearly as big as Roberto Carlos's. He's an absolute <laughs> running machine. And he can play football pretty well as well. <laughs> I know you just touched on a recent pod as well. I think it was about Kevin Nisbet or something. And um, to think that to think they were quoting us like three, three and a half million for him uh-huh. and we're getting these boys for that, it's astonishing, Marco. isn't it? Uh, Kevin aye, Franny, Nisbet is absolute dung. Ah, he's dug straight, isn't he? Aye. Um, Franny, aye, Maeda, absolute snap bargain. He's, I, re- I reckon if he had, he had joined in the summer, he could have been right up there for play of the season as well. He's just been electric, isn't he? Uh, I, th- I think he's key to the, the press we do for the front. He just seems to know when and how to, how to press, as, as stupid as that sounds like. He, he seems to be able to cover the front three positions and, and press for the left, the front three positions. So brilliant. Like it's not just running about because he's got tons of pace and tons of energy. It's all, all deliberate and stuff. I just, I'm so glad that he's, he is coming in permanently because I think he's key to us going forward. Just, uh, the guys, like you say, what is it, nine goals as well or something since he's came in predominantly off the left. He's just, you can't argue with the guy's contribution. He's been a big key factor to us uh, getting this league back and stuff. So to get that for 1.4 million, if that's the fee, what uh, Alistair said, then that's just, uh, it's absolutely frightening. And like Ross said, it's it just shows the knowledge that Andrew's got to this market. He knows the type of player he needs. He knows, I think that's actually the second time that Andrew's actually signed my either. So he knows it. He knew he could trust him, but I think he's. I just think he's key to what we need to be doing with it. Like the whole press, he's. He, he just knows how to press. Definitely, it's, it's, it's a strange the position. Aye, <laughs> it's a strange opposition to um, to think that one of your forward players is probably more effective off the ball. Aye, than he is on the ball. Eh? It's absolutely crazy. That was a great point, Brown Warrior, about. Um, uh, shut sales and all the rest of it. But delving into this market, it's obviously mm-hmm. it's obviously going to be massively um, influential for for Celtic. I think there was mm-hmm. one before about Donny. Donny put up something about my head as well, and I was going to comment, but I've totally forgot what it was now. <laughs> um, there you go. Aye, that's a great aye. point, Donny. And I think it's, for me the same way. Uh, Hatati coming out and the, 
both really, really honest and when the media is coming to them, it's obviously the culture and what they brought there, but really, really honest. I was I thought it was brilliant when Hatati came out and said that I am I'm mentally shattered and us as fans, we don't we, we forget that these we just expect these guys to come in and hit the uh, ground running. They're coming for a totally different culture, totally different country, totally different and they've all been playing for about two years straight without a break. <laughs> it's, it's, it's I just think it's really refreshing to hear the honesty, and I think that comes from the manager as well. The manager doesn't shy away from a question. He's always, he's never ever, he's never a politician. He'll answer the question oh. right out. It, it just like, turns out Hatati well, only needed a six sixty minute rest, didn't it? He actually, nobody acted really good when he came on in Saturday. Definitely. So again, uh, rumor, rumor mill uh, will keep chugging through. The Beaton rumor has come out that it looks like he's. He's gonna. I will touch on that next, Paul. Mate. Aye. Paul Dye. Paul Dye. Yeah. 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 Thanks, mate. We'll touch on that shortly. Uh, Beat on. Uh, the rumours are that it looks like he's on his way out. Ross, what do you? Are, are you will you be disappointed to see him go if the rumours are true? Um, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Beat on has been. I want to say he's been a, an excellent, he's been an unbelievable servant in the sense, longevity that he's been at the club. He never complains, he just gets on with it. He's been a roller coaster ride, don't it? Uh, but he's been <laughs> utilised for a lot of that, a lot of his time here as a centre half. He's never a centre half. He's been hung out to dry at times, and don't get me wrong, he's he's made mistakes, he's made big, big mistakes in games, but the majority of them have came playing in a position that he's not familiar with and he's, he's just, he's never a centre-half right. and Celtic in a sense, to an extent has let him down as much as he's let them down in that sense where he's been used wrongly and then hung out to dry but then on the other hand, you look at some of the mistakes, I'm sure, I think it was at Ibrox, he They've done the the poke in the eye or whatever. Like he's he's he should be more experienced. That that's no even like playing out of position. That's just a silly thing to do. But I think I think Celtic are going to bring in another. I think they need to bring in another midfielder eh, this season, eh, this summer. And I think that Drogic, he's 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 had his time at Celtic. I, I think he's he's. He's been a good player for Celtic, but I think he, he, he would go with my best wishes. Well, that's what he's just saying there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, he would, but I think that I, I look at it like I'm struggling for the words. I, I'm not disappointed to see him go, but I'm, I, I'm not like, pushing, pushing him out the door. I'm not pushing him out the door, but I think that we need... I think we need that, and I don't know if Adeguchi could be that guy, but I think we need a a hard man in the middle of the park. Eh, and I think Beto Beto and moving out sort of frees up that 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 space, if you like, in the squad. Eh, because you can't just keep bringing guys in. Do you know what I mean? You need to trim the squad a wee bit as well. There's yeah. a number of guys that I would be happy to let go. Beto wouldn't be the top of the list, but if he's going to go, then. Again, he goes with our best wishes and it frees up a space for a, a, a player that we probably need more than beat on. There's somebody totally agreeing with you, Ross. Aye, it's because ah, he's got the same name. That's me. So they are, to be fair. I, I'm the exact, I feel the exact same. And, and uh, 
Brown Warrior made a great point that you yourself made, Ross, and, and I think similar. I think I think uh, Gucci's going to get a bit more of a a, a run in the team, and, and I think that pushes beat on further down the pecking order. And he's of a certain age. He's, if he wants to keep playing his football, then he, I think he's going to have to go. Um, Donny, was it Donny Boy made the point about Abada? That's it's a great point as well, mate. I really, really hope that uh, especially for him losing his birthday, it doesn't doesn't affect. I know doesn't affect him because oh, uh, I know. He's eh? been a big pull for him, and I think whenever they're pictured and social media and stuff, the two of them are always together. Obviously, we we um. I would move McCarthy on as well. I think that, that statement, by the way. See what you see what you're talking about. Abada and beat on there. I right. see it was one of the Celtic pages that I follow on Facebook and he, it was a guy had met like Beaton and Abada but Abada wasn't in the photo and the guys <laughs> yes, yes. The, the, guy, the guys put on a met the big man the day but Abada was with him but he was away for a shite and somebody <laughs> said that's the most information ever on a photo <laughs> like, right. we didn't know where he was but it was, I thought it was a belter man but aye like that, that really nobody cares mate did you see the actual did you see the part of Abada on social media about that uh, I'm pretty no. sure but, uh, it was a, it was a Man City game. I think they were at. Aye, I don't know aye, if it was aye. Champions League or no. Aye. They were at the game together, and the bad I put a picture of them. And uh, I don't know if it was a bad or a beat on, but it was pretty much like oh, with my dad, right? <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> aye. Uh, and and uh, well, I, but I'm hoping it's not going to come. I think you've, I think we've all seen the t- togetherness of the squad this season, mm-hmm. and um, and how much they're all a, a family. So I'm not sure. I'm, I, I'm not sure that'll affect it too much. Hopefully. Uh, Fanny, your thoughts on Beaton? You're going to be disappointed to see him go, or is it much like I think the general consensus of the of the, the Celtic fan base, where it's like a, a like he's a, he's been a he's been a good servant to us, but I think these times come around, and I think it's probably time that he should move on. Uh, I'm going to try and not sound too harsh because I think it is time for him to, for him to move on and stuff. And like Ross touched on, he's of say it has unfairly got. Get judged a bit. He's a good part of his career for playing at centre half, where he just never really looked comfortable at centre half. But I've, I think it was I don't even potentially Dyla played him there, Rogers played him there, Lennon played like no of them, and even and so at least four managers, three four managers have played him at centre half, where he's clearly no centre half. So I think he's kind of unfairly treated a wee bit on that. But saying that, I I can't really think he many times. I thought it, like Beaton's he's, he's been decent enough this season, but I think I think done well at Celtic than Celtic have done out of Beaton. I thought like that sounds harsh as any. I've tried not to sound harsh and just <laughs> absolutely annihilated the boy by saying that, but I do think it, it is one of the ones where I'm I'm on a wee bit happy that it is leaving in a sense uh, move on because I've just absolutely ruined the guy here man trying to know cool, eh? no I can't I no, we're, we're laughing at we're laughing at uh, Paul that's brilliant man um, <laughs> we're not laughing at you kid no, you were talking uh, sense son I, 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 I just I, <laughs> I'm like I'm unhappy he is moving on because I think it's if we need fresh guys out like I just I don't see a future like if you're Keeping guys like beat on around and that, I would, I, I would, I'm a, I, I maybe be a wee bit concerned and stuff that you're taking a sort of a cheaper option and not try to be 
progress a wee bit and stuff. But I, it's I, as I say, I think I think Beton's done better at Celtic than we've done it at Beton. I hear what you're saying with that, mate. I really am, and, and I think for me, for the with the Beton stuff, and and there's, I think Ross is bang on. I think we need to trim the squad about the likes of Beton, McCarthy's, and 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 the likes. We touched on earlier how we've got players in, and everybody's pushing them to to get in these positions. Beaton and that are not doing that. They're squad players. They're not pushing to get in that first eleven, are they? Really? They're third or second or third doing the pecking line. So for me, I think these are the type of players that we should be looking to move on, and then in the transfer window, bringing in more quality to push the guys that are in the first eleven. Uh, I think Angie said that he's gone for quality than. Quantity, Aye, rather be, than quantity, which is exciting considering his track record so far. I know. The, well, the good thing is, the, the thing is, I don't think we need too many. We don't need. It's not like what we did this season. It's not a massive overhaul for me. No, definitely for not. Me, for me, the loan signings, you get them in permanent, and then three or four more, maybe. Yeah. And, right. and 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 it's it's quality. It's not. Aye. It's not quantity. Aye. Uh, to push us on to the Champions League Aye. sort of level Aye. to be able to compete well enough there. Aye, so where definitely. would you go then? Where would you go for strengthening? Well, we're going to go left back because that's, all the, right, rumor, that's all the rumor right. that's next. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> look at me uh, trying to host. Ross Take said this. Taking all the time, I'm trying to just like I could just randomly host that for you. Oh, come on, man. Danny's uh, <laughs> no cardboard tonight. It's mm-hmm. just because he's got a decent host on that he can... He can express himself. Uh, express yourself. <laughs> next, yeah, you guys have been putting it in the comments. I've seen Alistair Jack put it in straight away, and a, a few people have been asking questions. Ross texts me, texts the group literally about three minutes before we were due to go on. So I, I, I know nothing about this uh, rumor, but it looks like we've got a left back secured. If you if you believe the rumors, uh, I want Stephen on so that he can uh, try and pronounce his name. No. <laughs> Mohaned, Mohaned, Jahiz, Jahize, Jahize, Jahize. Not got a clue either. Not got a clue either. Looking, the rumor is two million um, from Hammarby. Apparently, he's he's the top 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 player in the, in the Swedish league. Um, an attacking defender whose high energy style of play fits in perfectly with how Postecoglou wants Celtic performing. Um, we're like I know we're all mass well, me and Ross are and Franny's kind of jumped back our defence and Gregory's <laughs> Gregory's Taylor uh-huh. is we we're all massive fans um of of him. That's a good point. Play we play wing back. Um but I think we all we're all in agreement that we like left back would be a priority that's um we're, we're looking to sign. So Ross, I know you text it, do you know anything about it? Or is it just um, just, just well, first of all, uh, just touching on you saying you want Stephen to pronounce it, he would definitely be calling him cheese toasty or something. <laughs> 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 but uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I only really know, but I, I don't know if you've read off the the, oh, yeah, the screenshot thing that I sent you. That's that's all I've read. He sounds like a player that would fit into our our squad, our team, and I'm not saying. We all know what I think of Greg Taylor. I'm not saying that this guy is definitely coming. If he is coming, I'm not saying he's definitely taking uh, Greg Taylor's shirt. But we need somebody in that position to either challenge Greg Taylor or take his shirt. Whatever it may be, I'll be happy with. Because if, if you're getting better than Greg Taylor, then for me, you're getting a very good left back. Uh, and he's 
seemingly high high energy. This guy, uh, uh, he's he's quite good attacking. So he, he sounds on paper similar uh, like what Juranovic would be. I think that's the type of guy that we're wanting to be bringing in. And then if he is better than Taylor, we look at it and we've got Juranovic and this guy on either side, and then you can call upon Ralston or Greg Taylor. So again, it's a good position to be in. But time will tell if this guy's coming in. Jahizi. But I mean, the, if he does come in, the song is it's it's so fucking Jahizi. Brinkmore, that's a great point. Um, I think for me, I think Greg Taylor's decent on the ball, but he's decent. Juranovic uh, is far more comfortable. I think Juranovic could play as a midfielder. He's that Aye. comfortable on the ball. If we had something on the other side, that would be um, that would be brilliant. Uh, thanks, Lanky. Back again, back in the old name. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> he said that uh, apparently we were after him in January. I So it's looking positive then. Franny, uh, what do you think? I know we know nothing about the guy, but Aye. I think we've touched on that left back's a priority in the summer, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've. I've jumped on the, the Greg Taylor bandwagon in, in recent months and stuff. So, like we say, it, it is probably on. the one position that we are weak in in terms of depth. It's scales, are, it, it doesn't look to be in the, the picture so much any, anymore. And I don't think Juranovic should be the, the second choice option at left back. I think you need a proper left back there. And if we can get, like what uh, Brown Warrior said, I mean, in an ideal world, you get a Juranovic but as, that can play left-back and we're all happy. But uh, I think we need to, like, we do, we do need to get a left-back in and see whether that's co- more, whether that's competition for him. <laughs> oh, totally. I've, I like I like going with what's popular, Stephen. I like being popular. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I, I just Taylor needs it needs competition. It's not that I think his performances have got. I mean, they went the opposite for going backwards. Is he is always a stick on for that position, but he's progressing in that position. So we do need something there to, to complement him, if if nothing else. So we know the if he does drop out the team, the like in the all other positions, the the sort of level performance isn't going down, but. I've I've not got to sit and profess to know absolutely hee haw about this guy. So it's <laughs> it's just positive to see that we're looking that everybody's like we look to be targeting uh, key positions that all the fans seem to yeah. think that the uh, position and, and so, early early as well. And early yeah. again, it's just getting them in because we have essentially got the time. You could argue we've got the time to do it because we've not got any qualifiers and that. Mm-hmm. So there is essentially no rush, so to speak, but. No, it's, it right. seems that Anne's way is getting folk in early. Ready to go as well, because I know um, it'd be great to see the guys that, that came in in January that have not had a rest get a rest as well and be re energised for the new season. As much as we didn't know anything about this guy, I think Anne's has shown us we can trust, <laughs> trust his judgment. But one thing we, we do know about him is if Ange is wanting, he's probably sound as fuck. <laughs> By the way, everybody, I know you commented and uh, they were commenting, I think it was Ryan there was t- commenting about uh, the, the chant for the song. See if you, see if it's not pronounced Jahizi now, I'll be raging. <laughs> Absolutely reason. Well, if it isn't uh, pronounced Jahizi, that's what Stephen will call. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, by the way, I've just looked at how long we've been on for. I've still got ah, loads to go on. Ah, 
enjoying ourselves. Next segment, we're going to talk about the gaffer. Waxing lyrical about him again. You can't go. What more can you say? But he's he's cleaned up. He's took the the Scottish Writers uh, Manager of the Year award now as well. Um, I don't think there was much a challenge. To be fair, I think it was it's bang on and 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 retro and style. He's came out with another absolute banger. I thought that you've seen it. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. They asked him about him getting uh, the, the the two awards, and he said, "I take great pride in it." But like I said in the night, I didn't get the one I was favourite for. Sacked by Christmas. No, you didn't, and didn't even flinch. Uh, <laughs> no. Doesn't matter. It does he's, not matter he's anybody. Absolutely brilliant. Hey, I mean, I'm going to. You got to touch on it, <laughs> Franny. But um, I don't know what more you can say about him. I think he was a stick on for it, wasn't he? Yeah, like I, when I think I'd done the podcast after the sort of a, the first round of sort of awards and stuff, and I did kind of admit that maybe Robin Nielsen and uh, Dick Campbell would have a better argument if the season had finished and we knew if they'd maybe won the Scottish Cup and got promoted respectively. You could have maybe put a bit a better case forward for the two guys. But I think considering the overhaul uh, and what Andrews managed to achieve a League and League Cup double, it's it's how can you argue that? Like he's brought in, I think the turnaround, I mean, if you want to be really like, uh, I think it was about 30 odd players I appreciate some of them were like the sort of development squad players but I think you've overseen about 30 odd players coming in and out and you're losing your CEO he's lost uh, Dominic Mackay a couple months after the job and things like that the, the things he's had to deal with <coughs> uh, losing your record uh, signing losing Ayer, losing Christets you were losing big players obviously it, he didn't lost Brown but Brown Brown was away before he came in, so he's he's came in an absolute shit show to be fair, and to do what he's done is is absolutely frightening. Just like you said, some of the the interviews he's done is is absolutely brilliant. Like one of the marks I heard it on uh, the Russell like Boise bus on Monday, and it just reminded me after the the three 0 game where he just like it just total gets gets the room and where he was like people like I think they he got asked to described the night or something and I can't remember word for word but it was something like it was like what was it said I people have like there's been 60,000 fans came the night and stuff and I've got their own problems back home and stuff like that and for 90 minutes we've, we've managed to take that away from them it was like that's that's given me the greatest satisfaction for the night and he just he just absolutely reads the room brown and just I've it's weird, I've never wanted to a manager to succeed so much in recent history. Like I just I don't remember a manager that I've really wanted to be so successful and include Neil Lennon and things like that. Like I really loved Neil Lennon, loved Brendan Rogers, but Brendan Rogers was more just because of the name, I think. But like Neil Lennon was a guy that really got the club marked and he was another guy, but I just I just really want this guy to just hang about and just win everything he absolutely can. He's just what miracles, isn't he? He's a You're walking on water and Player of the year night, he was changing water. He's must be like a wee quarter, like a wee half supper hang. Look smart. He's <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I, I totally agree with uh, Evan. You said there, funny enough, I, and I, he's quickly becoming, and it's, this is madness to say, but he's quickly becoming my favourite Celtic manager. <laughs> and he's only been here a certain time. And I know this is Matt O'Neill's, even Rogers for me was an absolute god for what he did for us. And um, Ross, uh, I don't know what you can add more to what Franny said, but well, <laughs> he's an absolute stick on, and he's he's, he's more than deserving, and that he's just worked miracles this year, isn't he? Aye, I mean, just to sort of 
like you're talking about like Martin O'Neill and stuff like that, and he's he's quickly becoming like my favourite manager, and he's he's obviously no done as much as so far as much as what Martin O'Neill, Brendan Rodgers done done. I think he's well on his way to doing it, and he will do it. But I think it's at the moment out with the football. He's playing. It's the person that yeah. he is. He's he's just a like I don't know him personally, but you feel like you know him. You you watch every interview he does. I I've never, and I don't know if it's maybe because we do a podcast now as well. You watch every single interview he does. I hang on every word he says, and he's. I think the biggest compliment I can pay him is, and I'm not saying he's Jockstein by any stretch, but <laughs> you look at Jockstein, right? He's like quotes uh, inferior players. Don't the shirt doesn't shrink for inferior players? Like that, he said that, but in the sixties or something like that, and it still is synonymous with the club, the now. And I think that one that Franny said, like things like that. Uh, after that. Uh, Rangers Celtic game I think things like that will be floating about when we're probably long gone uh, and right. he'll be forever remembered I think he's going to be here certainly for at least three years uh, hopefully more and I think he, he'll be when he does eventually leave he'll be an absolute club legend and he'll be spoken about for years to come uh, I, I mean when I'm older I'll be telling the younger boys I mean, I'm older than him. I'm telling younger boys about Martin Neal. <laughs> so, but uh, it's I, I think he'll, he'll he'll be at that sort of level with Martin Neal, Jockstein in terms of how he'll be spoken about. And <laughs> as regards to this season, what's if you're no getting Steen, hundred percent, hundred percent. Totally agree. Uh, but I, um, I what you got to I say? Well, I think he's. I think. Like he's he's a top top manager, but I think I think on top of that he's he's even more so. What I could say about him is he's he's just a he's just a top human being, and I think that's shown through. It. And I think if the world had a lot more Angies in it, it would be a much better place because human beings. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> he just finds the right words all the time. Sometimes, like I'm, I'm how he like, says it really. Aye, but I'm listening to him answering a question. And I'm going. Fucking hell, aye, that's like, <laughs> aye, that like how did you actually come up with that? Because it's like that. I'm terrible on it. Like, I'll hear an argument with the wife, and then she'll say something, and I'll be like, and then two years later, I'll think of what I should have said, and I'll be like, Kim, what uh, fucking should I say to you? Uh, <laughs> Ange doesn't hear that. Uh, he just kens. He's there, uh, he's uh, he's on it all the time, man. Uh, he is. Uh, he's uh, uh, and by the way, what other manager in your like lifetime of watching football? Do you hear a manager signing the human first, then the player? Uh, uh, I've never heard another manager talk like that. I, I think no. it's incredible. And for him to be like our manager and talk like that just fills me with immense pride. I, I think just, he makes yeah. you proud of it. Like he makes it, you're proud of who is leading the team, essentially. If that's and how you like feel... He's got that, that connection and stuff. Right. Back with and if that's how you feel about him, you imagine how a player feels about him when he's signing uh, him exactly. and he's that. Exactly. Talking about future club legends, we'll go to a former club legend, and uh, Scott Brown announced his retirement this week or last week. Uh, absolute hero. Uh, I put on my Twitter that he's like I don't think he's out 
the place in the same breath as the Lisbon Lions. I think he's had that much of an effect on their football club to be a captain for that many years and win as many. <laughs> no, I'll just take the pages. The pages come there anyway, Donny. I'll just take the pages. Um, I, I, I said that I don't think his name's out of place in the same breath as the Lions because his trophy hall, how his longevity, how good a player he was. Um, it's a sad day, but it's 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 uh, nice to see all the the tributes and and looking back uh, at his career, isn't it, Franny? How do you how do you feel about Scott Brown? Ah, just I, I mean I totally agree with you. I mean obviously it's up be a generation focal. Maybe say you can't you can't put him in the same breath as the Lisbon Lions, which is is probably a fair argument. But when you consider the age, he's he's been her best captain your your lifetime and. Just an absolute club legend in, in, in my eyes and stuff. And I think one of I, I would love it. I, I think we all said it the other day. It would be great if he presents a trophy and stuff like that. It'd be He deserves a proper send-off because obviously he left during the, when we were in restrictions and fans weren't allowed in the stadium and things like that. So it would be good for him to come back and get some form of send-off. I mean, handing the trophy over to Carl McGarry, like it would be the... The perfect passing of the talk, so to speak, and, and stuff, and give him that perfect send off. But I think one of the the biggest tributes you could give him is Rangers fans slated him for fourteen years, and after three months of now, boarding John Lundstrom is the next Scott Brown. So oh, I, I think that's cool. it. That's that's the biggest compliment you can give him. Maybe that they hated Scott Brown, said he was a, a nothing footballer, and now the John Lindstrom's the next Scott Brown. Oh, that comment's almost as hot as their new third strip. Oh, Aye, with a with a sponsor that's new, <laughs> new went into bankruptcy. Jazzed up, twenty Eagle King size. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it literally asks what religion you're in. Ross, what about you on Scott Brown? Absolute legend. And, and do you think that it's? Um, do you think that's? I'll stop here on now, Paul. I. <laughs> we're going to hear I think we might hear. I think we're going to maybe hear a week's break or something like that. Uh, but then after that, there'll be plenty of spin-offs. We've got things coming up, um, with which it's, it's going to be much. More, I think it's probably going to be probably a lot more focused on you guys coming in and with your opinions and stuff like that as well. Loads of wee spin-offs and that. Loads of loads of stuff coming up. So I just keep tuning in, mate. Plenty to come. But Ross Scott Brown, uh, legend. And do you think that it's a possibility he might come into the setup? I know Anne said when he first came in that he was a bit gutted that. Scott Bruni had gone by the time he came in. Do you think that's something he could he could come in to set up also? And what's your thoughts um, on his career? I, I think I can't really add much more to what yourself and Franny have said. He, he was a tremendous captain. He, you say the same breath as the Lions. I'm struggling with that a wee bit <laughs> uh, because of what they've done. But again, it, it's... He was an unbelievable captain, an absolutely unbelievable captain. And he never came to Celtic as a Celtic fan, but he's left as a Celtic fan. He loves the club and he put blood, sweat and tears into the club for 14 years and he gave everything on the park. Scott Brown wasn't the most technically gifted footballer, but the drive, he, he, he built a career on drive and tenacity. And to be fair to him, in his sort of later years, he, he did. I think Brendan Rodgers made him a better player. I think he made him technically better. Uh, and he played his best football under Brendan Rodgers when, at a time when Dyla was leaving, everybody thought he was finished. And he proved everybody wrong. 
and he proved everybody wrong time and time again throughout his career. And I think as as great a captain, as great a player he, he was, I think the thing I'll miss the most about Scott Brown, not even a Celtic jersey, just on a football park, is the absolute shithousery. <laughs> he was the king at that. Absolute oh, yeah. king at that. Nobody, nobody in world I've football. I've done, I, I don't think I've seen anybody hand out shithousery like Scott Brown done. And no. everybody, everybody bit to it and fell for Aye. it every single right. time. Right. Legend right. of the club. Everybody hated Umbaras, didn't they? Aye. Aye. That says it all. Um, 620 appearances for Celtic, 22 major trophies. Absolutely Tip-tip. incredible. And I know he's not going to be watching on that, but everybody in the Celts, thanks, Scott. Everything. <laughs> I miss you. Right. <laughs> That's us. I've dragged on a wee bit, but I'm going to go on because I'm, and I want to do this quiz. <laughs> I'm going to do a wee quick quiz because I know it's oh, Fanny's no. favourite. The squad I don't numbers think we're no, the squad numbers oh. quiz, Fanny's favourite. Oh, no, that's a disaster. <laughs> Clearly you've never watched any of the ones I've been on them, Ross. Well, I have watched them, but I've got them all wrong when I've been watching them as well, so that should be right. fun. Oh. <laughs> I'm going um, to shout out former and current Celtic players. Just give me the squad number that were when they were at Celtic or still are. First one is Massimo Donati. 18. Eight. Oh, Franny, 1-0. Oh, aye. Ten and a half new Day. 25. 44. Nah, 48. I'm lucky. <sighs> Daisen Maeda. Oh, he's still the new day. Is it 35? Nah. I want to say, I want to say six for some reason. Why <laughs> six? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, this is always murder. What right? number is it? 38. 38. Paddy McCourt. 12. Oh, no, I missed it. I just remembered what it was. 14. It was Stephen's no. favourite number. What was he? 20. Right, I've got to give Fanny that. Is that Yeah, right. number. <laughs> Bellamy. 36. Was it not? Oh, it's 46. 48 was a day, I 38, that is well done. Nah. Oh, you're, you were very close. 47 it was. <laughs> Big Chris Julian, Superman. Six. A <laughs> beat on number six. So he is. <laughs> I tell you, I was pushing it. Yeah, Franny takes it. <laughs> oh, the squad numbers oh, never man. fails. Never no, fails. I fucking hate it, man. Thanks, guys. I uh, appreciate, again, all the comments, trips. I know we've dragged on a wee bit there. We're always doing that, forever doing that. Okay. We'll, hate to, we'll maybe hate to go to three pods a week soon. My court 20, easy. I knew the guys, Ryan, Alistair. Uh, aye, Alistair's always right. <laughs> right, Danny boy. Jed usually in. that giggle. Jed usually in. Uh, but aye, you are all saying about the summer coming up. I know we've got, I think we've got three more games, three more pods before the season ends. Uh, well, we'll, we'll definitely still be on. We'll have loads of content to go, and we'll still be on uh, weekly today. There'll be rumours and, and talking points every week, so uh, still plenty to come. Uh, we'll not be taking long a long break, maybe a week or so. I don't know what the plan is, but uh, it'll not be very long, and we've got we'll, we'll have loads of spin-offs and etc. All that stuff to come. So, thanks very much for for tuning in, subscribing. We really appreciate it, love it, and uh, hail hail, cheers.